0: No, no, no answer. No, what do you want me to rebuttal? say? I,
1: I, I've I've said it all. and I'm just going to be repeating myself at this point. I mean, since since what 2003, uh, I've said it since the beginning. I've met you. You you fucking you're, you're you're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> That's it. You're dumb. You are dumb. You but, are uh, dumb. Tid T I D Tyler is dumb. Tid.
0: This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, a different album, and we break it down. We Mm. do our due diligence with the lyrics, with the music, everything, and we try to have a good time doing it. Uh, My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify, go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and five stars only. Tell all your friends because we are the best podcast you've ever heard. And I know you got nothing better to do. So you can go follow us on all the social media. That includes TikTok because we just created a TikTok this week. So go follow us on there because we're cool, hip kids. You know, you know how it is. We also have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. We also have a phone number. You can call us. You can leave us a voicemail. You can shoot us a text message. The uh, phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. Now, Jeff. Now that we have the boring intro out of the way, what are we doing today? We are doing Paramore's Riot. more, formed in 2004 in Franklin, Tennessee by Haley Williams on vocals, Josh Farrow on lead guitar, Jason Bynum on rhythm guitar, Jeremy Davis on bass, and Zach Farrow on drums. They currently have five full-length records, five EPs, and two live albums. But the album we're, the album we're doing today is called Riot. It is the band's second album, and it was released June 12, 2007. It features the original lineup of the band, Haley, Josh, Jason, Jeremy, and Zach. Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy. All right, so there we go. So we are doing Riot from Paramore. Uh, what, Jeff, are your... What's your origin story with Paramore? What do you got? Go.
3: Who, who,
1: who... Who, who, who... Who, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Why, uh, why, uh, why, uh... Did you say Bynum?
0: Yeah, right? Isn't that, isn't that it?
1: Jason Bynum? Not on this, not in this album. Oh, am, am I wrong? Okay, I'm my bad. I mean, I that was. Do you say this album or just like as a guy that that that? Is the I, I, I broke Andrew Bynum.
0: No, isn't his last name Bynum?
1: Yeah, he was on his album though. It just, I would, I, I just that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Wait, is he
0: not or is he? I, I, I he is not. He, was. he is oh, not. He is not. Oh, he is okay, on this.
1: It's just the four baby. I mean, there's a lot more than just four. But I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I stand corrected. Oh, you can sit down, that's not a big deal. Uh my my introduction <laughs> <Idiot>. to Paradmore <laughs> was 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 their first was their first album. I mean it, there was there was there was some buzz going into this in high school. This is right as we were graduating. This was the summer of, of our graduation of high school. So there was some buzz going around. There's a there's a new pop punk band coming out that's also kind of like email, that's also kind of like alt rock, that's has a girl singer. And so of course People are intrigued. People are interested. We want to hear it. Because like I said before, this scene at the time, the early to mid to late 2000s was a very male-centric scene, especially in the warp Tour uh, circles, right? Like warp Tour is, is yeah. it's predominantly male fucking focused. Like, this is straight up what it was. Yeah, right. And so, so when a band was coming out that has a female singer, naturally people were intrigued. And I was too. So when their first album came out, I listened to it. I didn't particularly like it that much. I thought, like, okay, this is okay. And, and my, my teenage self was just like, okay, well, the shtick of having a female-fronted singer or female, a female-fronted band is not enough for me to want to listen again. And so I, I didn't care. Didn't care until until Riot came out. And when Riot came out, oh my God. I was blown away. I still am fucking blown. I swear to you. I still am blown away by this. I cannot fucking believe because lyrically whatever, we'll get into it. Superficial. But this album yeah. is just yeah. so goddamn fucking good. This is unreal stuff. This is this is pop punk but but better. This is this is pop punk but like we're diving more into into nuance of songwriting. We're we're diving into different genres of music within within the songs. We're, there's so much more than this, and I don't want to compare it to any of the other pop punk t- contemporaries of the time, especially like Blink, because that's just not fair. To any, that's not fair. Yet. Any way, shape, or form. But no. like, give it, give a bit, like like take a band like New Found Glory. Like New Found Glory are pop punk mainstays, no matter what. But do they made a lot of music that is that is not bad, but is completely mediocre? And that yeah, is a yeah. that is a band that people will die for in the pop punk community. But dude, they've made a lot of music that is completely mediocre and way overrated. So so Paramore Paramore did something. Paramore did something. Paramore shook some feathers and, and you know, rattled some cages. I'm doing the the <laughs> elbows out thing like Ryan does. Like, you yeah, know, shake yeah. your whole body side to like, side. Uh, yeah, uh, like, Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. and he puffs out his yeah. chest. You know? Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot the yeah. chest puff. There you go. Oh, you can't yeah. see it. Everybody. And does. then he it's does ongoing. the mouth
0: thing. Like like his mouth turns into like a a square. He, goes, Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. he grunts. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Kind of like protrude your like lower jaw a little bit.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Anybody who so, knows friend of the potter Ryan knows exactly what we're
1: fucking talking about. Or just or just ask for a video, and we'll send you a video for sure. I, I oh, guarantee yeah, yeah. we can get him to do a video. <laughs> but Paramore, Paramore did something for the scene. Uh-huh. I, I, I mean, I don't know if you if you think so. By the end of this episode, I think you will at least acknowledge that they did something for the scene, but Paramore. Mm-hmm. Did something for the scene that that was much needed. They 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 revitalized a a a, a, a spirit, a, a passion, and and kind of paved the way for other artists. Um, and and I'll get into that later on, and specific songs too. But then they also like paid homage to 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 their their upbringings. There's a lot of I heard a lot of Jimmy Rhodes in this album. I heard a lot of Clarity in this mm. album. I heard a lot of mm. a lot of their contemporaries that did it before them. This this band, man. This band was great. This band was great.
0: So I I agree with you that they revitalized the the this particular genre. But I don't feel like they they st- I don't feel like they did it that did it that well. Um, but they definitely brought in a new audience to this kind of style of music, the generation right below us, a little bit younger than us. I mean, by, by the time this record came out in oh seven, we were. 20 21 years old. So we were well past our prime with Pop Punk really. I mean, we oh. had our blink days. We had our newfound glory. We had our we yellow We were past
1: day. our prime with Pop Punk though. We were just, But we were but, still but that, okay. I take Heels.
0: I take it back. Yeah, cuz I how can I not love blink? How can I not love blink? You're right. You're right. But that 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 particular era of Pop Punk was done and over with. And this band was the revitalization. It was the the new They were the new torchbearers is that, is that or yeah the torchbearers right kind of, of yes of, of, of okay, this yeah. of this genre but but i don't feel like they ever did it as well as even a band like newfound glory i like i like a couple of their albums and some of the other songs i think they're really good but they paramore never did anything as good as 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 a lot of the newfound glory stuff at least on, on the first two records first three records they never did anything as good as newfound glory but they they kind of kept that style going. Into yeah. the next generation. Which, you know, is great. You, I mean, if people really connect with their music, that's fucking awesome. But I don't think it really holds weight against against the other big pop punk bands of that era. But they're not the just pop
1: punk. That's the big di- that's the big takeaway. On this and honestly, on sticks this, and stuff, like, no, this this record is not just pop punk. Like 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 take off your pants and jacket. That is one hundred percent without a doubt, nothing else, pop punk done. That is it sticks and stones newfound glory that's their second or third o- mm. third album that is straightforward yeah. pop-up nothing else this is early 2000s leading up to the mid-2000s this is the, the like the drive through records era i think sticks and stones pop-ups. was 03 if i'm not mistaken this is a fucking a year ago, ago does it fucking matter like what it was i'm early just 2000s. Saying, i know geez, i'm just saying Jesus like Christ. kind of giving a perspective I, i'm telling you what we're talking that about these are early 2000s 100% nothing but pop punk. There's nothing else there. And honestly, Sticks and Stones, if it wasn't for the nostalgia, I don't know when's last me to listen to it. It's not that great of an album. No, Sticks lot. and Stones is not.
0: No, 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 no.
1: But even their, their self title, the one right before it, that's also not that great of an album uh, overall. Uh,
0: there's a couple duds, but overall, it, when the songs I, I hit, they fucking, hit real I hard. I would drop
1: dead if you could name me any song from their self title except for Hit or Mess or Just to Kill. I'd fucking drop that right now because second it's to not last. that great album. I'm surprised you fucking knew that one, but
3: okay.
0: <laughs> That's that second to last is my favorite. My favorite New Glory
1: song. Honestly, though, those two albums are not as great as you think they are com- com- compared to like their contemporaries of Blink One Eighty Two. Comparing it to like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, which is perfect well, like perfect. But album. once again,
0: once again, we cannot compare any band to Blink One Eighty Two. Like I know Blink it's fair when it comes it's not to pop. Fair. So
1: it's not fair. So why are you why are you why? Are you, Because newfound Glory is mimicking the Blink sound. They are mimicking a direct pop punk sound. They are only doing the pop punk thing. Every song is driving it forward. There's no ballads. There's no acoustic tracks, unless it's an acoustic version of a pop punk song. There's no no disco flair. There's no punk edge. There's nothing. It is only pop punk, just like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. The difference being when Paramore's Riot dropped, because Paramore's first album was very kind of like pop punky with a little bit of that, that emo flair of the early mid-2000s. Riot came along, and now we're incorporating a lot of different elements, a lot of different genres into the pop-punk. We are, we are, yeah. we are, we are taking the pop-punk template, but adding a bunch of toppings to it that are not normal pop-punk. And that's yeah, why... They,
0: what they were adding... Better. What I feel like they were adding to the riot record was a little bit more alt rock and worship music. There are moments on oh this record. Oh my God! That, there's
1: one fucking song, dude. There's you just, two you're songs. Blinded by and the no, hallelujah. There's two. Get out of no, here! No, there's two. No,
0: no, not just Get hallelujah, out of here, Dustin. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. Listen, Linda. <laughs> hallelujah is an almost stinker. It's an almost stinker. But there is one stinker on this record. What is that? We are broken. Oh. That is a bad song, a boring ballad, <sighs> bullshit acoustic guitars, boring ass drums and bass. Nothing goes anywhere. The chorus sounds very worship. It's obnoxious. She has some good vibrato, though. I will. I will say I do like her vocals a lot. I think she's a really good singer. But yeah, that song is that song is trash.
1: Haley Williams reminds me of of why we love like Gwen Stefani so much. She's not a great singer. If you hear her live, it's not like oh my god. She, she's no fucking Regina Specter. She's no she knows anybody that that is just like oh my god. I cannot believe you sound better live than you do on album. She's fine. Just like Gwen live, she's fine. She's not yeah. great, but they know it. Gwen knows it. Haley knows it. She knows she's not a great singer, but she knows she's also the kind of like the voice for a generation of people that want to break into the scene that want to break into the mainstay but maybe are like apprehensive not just females but but kind of kind of like what my chemical romance was trying to bring in but but couldn't mm-hmm. quite do it aside from just like the dumb theater kids which myself was included but i don't like my chemical <laughs> romance that much but like paramore kind of brought in 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 like these the, the freaks the nerds and the geeks right like all these other people oh, that came god. in because of paramore
0: yeah yeah you're right it opened the it op- they were the the um oh my god they they were the uh
1: the gateway the the, the, they gateway the floodgates the gate, for all, the these, all these people yeah. that 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 were kind of like underrepresented yeah. and not just based off of, of race or gender but based off of like social class yeah like all these people that that were kind of like on the fence about coming out as 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 bisexual or gay in high school now we're okay with it because because haley williams was kind of like this this unseen spokesperson she made mistakes and she like the song uh, uh, misery business was was not the same song when she was 17 as was with 25 and they wouldn't play it anymore because I don't feel the way I do now about that way when I was 17 or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So like they grew as a band, she grew as a person and then she's, she's great. I think she's great. I
0: I like Haley Williams a lot. I really do. I just don't think the band, the rest of the band are that great. I mean, the drummer Zach, he has good parts, good moments, but I mean, I don't know. I I could, He's really don't, I mean, I'm really kind of split in there. He's just not.
1: I don't know. He's and don't forget. He's don't for, this is this is an album that came out. These people are like 17, 18. So they're writing it when they're yeah. 16, 15. So this is this is a very early on. Th- this is like their their fucking. Uh, this is like their Cheshire. This yeah, is like know. their Cheshire Cat, right? And like Cheshire and once Cat. Once again, you sh- you can't compare it to Blink. I know because you keep doing can, it. Because Blink is like Blink is the greatest pop punk thing that has ever existed. That's, I, I I'm agree. i mean yeah. go into how that's not a case, but like like this is their Cheshire. This is this is an album they came out with, and they're writing based off of today's feelings right now, based off of what I like right now, based off of what I know right now. There, there's no deeper content. There's no deeper meaning to it. But somehow they release an album that does have deeper meaning, that does have like more complex songwriting, that are other genres blended in together, ni- more nicer than like anything their kind of pop punk contemporaries at this time had ever done.
0: But see, I don't agree with that because a band like My Chemical Romance, which obviously they're not a pop punk band, but they were doing a lot of the shit that Paramore was doing before they were, before Paramore.
1: MCR you was know, never like the, as pop punk as this.
0: Never. No, they weren't. No, that's never. that's why I said they, they weren't. They were never I, I as did alt rock that. as this.
1: Never. They were never as 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 I mean they're for sure way more emo, but like pop rock, they never did this until well after Black Parade.
0: But honestly, what other pop punk pop punk bands can you name outside of Blink, Green Day, Newfound Glory, Yellow Card maybe? What other band? What other pop punk bands? Like really popular pop punk bands? Can you talk about from this era, from the early two thousands?
1: Well, I mean, the, some forty one, Simple Plan, Fall Out some, Boy, some forty. Uh, there's, there's some forty one was, was more metal. Fucking, Fall, Out was just, Fall Out Boy was just,
0: but Fallout Boy Fall Out Boy was also too quirky. They were too theater kid like, you know. That's they what tried way see, too we, hard.
1: We're, we're we're like we're circling around the drain here. We're in the center of the drain is Paramore. Like we don't, you don't even realize. I love it because I'm going to change you right now. I'm going to change your whole life. You're you not. ready? I'm like Jesus coming okay. down from the from the heavens and and what did Jesus do? He uh, turned like water into fucking beer. I don't know. Well, supposedly I wasn't there. I didn't see it. Therefore, I don't know.
0: That's true. Yeah, maybe he never did. But he I'm, I'm going
1: to change everything you've ever known about pop punk. Is 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 Paramore? is this what is paramor Paramore's gotta mean something we should have looked up the word Paramore doesn't paramor mean something
0: it's a, it's a French word but they 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 misspelled it I forgot what it means now fuck I did look it up, I did look it up but now I can't remember Paramore I, sounds like people, a bad people thing. like Paramore what fans mean? are probably like you fucking idiot oh, I like can't fish. believe it's you
1: fucking do a Paramore podcast I don't even know that <laughs> Paramore means it's a fun. Paramore look at it oh okay
0: quick. Paramore is a lover especially the illicit partner of a married person so uh, it's a, it's, like a it's a it's a whore
1: yeah, I don't like
0: that. So okay, we'll
1: disregard that. We'll pretend that, cut that out in post. <laughs> but it, but it's um,
0: spelled differently. Like the 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 proper spelling is P A R A M O U R. Oh god, they, it's like
1: that stupid like European spelling where they do like like I don't know well, TAVR T A V O U R or or, or glamour
0: th- or theater or. Th-
1: with a O U R O-U-R <laughs> after
0: no <laughs> no 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 no. theater is just spelled differently oh with an R-E either. instead of E-R yeah with an R-E instead of E-R yeah, yeah. those Europeans where like they learn that spell but wait what was I going to say I'm
1: telling I'm you sure. Paramore man this, this album right this album did something for the music community and it spawned it didn't spawn it revitalized other things like electropop there would be honestly i believe there would be no kesha there would be no lights there would be no other electropop dream pop stuff if it not was there would if be, it wasn't for this
0: there would be no olivia rodrigo more current because she straight up lifted the the melody from misery business
1: the vocal yes, melody that, that, she is, did. that is true
0: there'd be no her without that song without misery business
1: and it's it, i mean she just sells a fucking insane amount of, of records
0: yeah but you know uh, what i was
1: really surprised about
0: this week was how many records riot sold it sold over like three four million records i was shocked because everybody liked it i a lot of, okay you not everybody you couldn't you, you, you could see, see my mouth you couldn't see my mouth
1: but it was very like aggressively over the top condescending like like you know what I mean? Like you're, you're 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 mouthing the words. Everybody liked it. Like like Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> yeah. he shows his <laughs> teeth a lot. you got
0: you got to clap you got to clap with every syllable. You know
1: that's what you got to do to really kind of
0: emphasize the douchebaggery
1: that you just
3: you know. Oh, honestly there.
1: though, honestly like 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 th- th- like Kesha's album. Her first album didn't drop until until years after this lights yeah. right that she didn't drop albums until a year or two after this this whole this whole like female fronted singer-songwriter electro pop stuff I don't want to say it's because of this but I, I think this is because it came out at its time and because it was what it was right a mm-hmm. female fronted pop punk band that is dabbling in other genres I think you have to acknowledge that this had to be a part of the resurgence of this electro pop stuff that was kind of like dead after the 80s after like Drunch killed it. And so I, I think I, this album is more important that. to the scene than just being a worse pop punk album than Take Out of Your Pants and Jacket. I I agree. I agree with its
0: importance to the scene, but I still don't believe it's a very good record. Bitch, we I haven't just, got I into, into the record yet. Are I you know, kidding me right now? you joking my ass right now? I know. So, I mean, we, we, did, we did kind of talk about We Are Broken. Did, does that song sit with you anywhere?
1: Yeah, it does. I mean, it sits with me somewhere. It's a fucking okay song. It's an okay, okay. Do yeah. you have any stinkers though? No, that's stupid. No, okay. You Well,
0: I hate you. I do, and that is a Die. stinker. So let's jump into. <laughs> what was the other one you hated? <laughs>
1: hallelujah.
0: Oh, that was so subtle. uh Yeah, yeah, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a stinker for me.
1: Hallelujah is also an okay song for me. I would never skip it. I would never skip it. But it's an okay song. <laughs>
0: All right. I mean, this is another song that is very worshipy sounding, and it makes sense because she does talk a lot about God and her faith, and you know where they came, came from was kind of it was very religious, and she was young, naive a little bit. Some might say. So it makes song, makes sense that she writes songs like this, and kind they're of when you're really like,
1: fucking Mississippi and shit, like of Tennessee, course they're going to fine. be like, uh, she's from Mississippi. Was she from Mississippi? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, right, you're they're right, from. Right. They they formed in Tennessee, but like in Tennessee. They're,
0: yeah. They're the she's record they label put them together. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> well, that's
0: not true, but okay. It pretty much is. Well, okay, that's fine. It pretty much is, but anyway, but yeah, Hallelujah. This uh, it's just a ballad, just a slower jam. I just I can't get into it. What, what do you? I mean, what do you really? How do you really feel about this one?
1: I, I don't care. We can just move on because there's plenty of other bangers that we can spend way more time talking about. All right, we can, we can. Literally don't care.
3: What's Literally. your one B?
0: What's your one B? Well, before we get into that, because <coughs> I feel like we have to get into misery business, <coughs> because we already played it. <coughs> but all right, let's let's get into misery business because we uh, we haven't talked about it yet. We have not. So you played it. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say, what, what do you have on? What do you have on misery business? What are your thoughts on this one?
1: What is what is your what is your biggest B? I guess when my a, when biggest it, B is not misery business. But what is, 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 is this a B at all?
0: Yeah, it's my three B. Misery okay. business, is my three B.
1: I thought you would hate this. This is my two B. I, I thought you would hate this because of that intro. It's very theater yeah, kid I, intro. I hate that intro. I know, but it's just like the quick, quick intro. After that little, I, <laughs> after that stops, then you get that 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 tan that, tan tan Right, that's cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: I like that. And what it, what does Haley say before that kicks in? She's like to hear that snare. Hit that snare.
1: Ugh so lame. (laughs) Yeah, but like you gotta think, right? This is this is I mean I know she's they're excited. They just wrote a fucking song that is like objectively catchy. They just wrote a song that's fucking like objectively great. They're super stoked about it. When you're Travis Barker doing it at at the age of forty, that's a different story. (laughs) Yeah. When you're doing that shit, that's a different story. When you're seventeen, it's you know, it's cute. It's cute kid stuff. That's fine, I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, dude, like so so, there's these little the high lead guitar single notes, like that's my favorite part of the whole song. Those are my favorite really? parts of the whole song. Just that absolutely. part, absolutely, just that one part. Love it.
0: I that, I think just the main chorus, her that that melody that that chorus is just so it's so catchy, like it's it's unforgettable. Like you cannot get that that chorus out of your head. It's totally earworm. That that's my favorite part of the song.
1: Is this that is course. um, th- th- so like the biggest parts of this album. So so my bangers, as opposed to my okay songs, are just worlds apart. There's no mm-hmm. like transition between the two. It's either like like this is for sure an okay song. Like come on, that's come on. Or it's like this is for sure a banger. <laughs> There's no middle ground for me. So either they write a fantastic fucking song that is just this unreal to me, or they write a song that I could completely do without. And what I think they do best are two things. One are their little pre-choruses where they drop into their chorus. I think they do that super well. They build it up. Mm-hmm. And the way they roll into their chorus I think is great. Their choruses generally tend to to be very bouncy, be very fun, to be very easy to, to like ease into, to get into, to sing along to, to remember. I like all that. Yeah, the pre-chorus in
0: this song it does build up because I feel like the verses are the weakest part. It's very just like like staccato, like it's like it's just it's very theater. It's very theater, kid. And I understand they're seventeen, you know they don't know better. But after that point, you hit that pre-chorus and it it, it builds it builds really nice into that very soaring soaring catchy chorus and that that part is really solid and not only that i think their drummer is really i think he is good I think he's great Zach Is a good drummer he has some good parts and god damn, does he fucking hit that drum kit hard like he just it sounds like he breaks a stick every song like at least one stick every song at, at, at how hard he hits everything i think he's like and, like legit yeah.
1: top tier b team pop punk drummer
0: okay that's fair he has catchy enough beat he has catchy enough parts to really kind of set himself apart from I don't know who I don't know what other pop punk drummer but I mean it's always it's
1: always going to fall back on Travis like like how does he compare to Travis like how like somebody who did it perfectly how does he compare to that and 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 he keeps songs interesting everything is not just the same fill he does different fills they're basic fills but they're different fills and there's stuff that he does and I don't know a whole lot about drum techniques and, and terminology but there's a couple. There's a couple things I, I, I wrote down here that are that are slightly more complex, like Dave Grohl kind of complex. Okay. And Dave Grohl's. You know, we love Dave Grohl. Dave,
0: I love Dave Grohl. His drumming. drumming is drumming. Yeah, his drumming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he is a good guitar player though. He is a really good guitar player. Yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't show it with the Foo Fighters. But he is a really good
1: guitarist. I, I do I do like the chorus or I do like the verses in this one. I like the verses because they build into themselves. They stand on their own as a direct contrast to the chorus. Like they're muddy, they're yeah. heavy, they're a little bit complex because the, you know, the guitar parts are playing that melody. It's very subtle. It's kind of choppy, it's kinda sloppy a little bit. And she's just sings
0: in a little bit of a lower register. Yeah,
1: well. and she and she's just kind of like kinda of like just throwing them out there. Like she's like aggressive and then a little bit more uh a little more angsty, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> yeah. I like this song Because she's it's so upset in this song.
0: song The lyrics, she's so upset and sad And oof, man I, I could not relate to this one I don't know The uh, I mean,
1: I don't know There's an acoustic version of this song That's like an official acoustic version Which I, I don't I like acoustic versions of songs, but you got to pick and choose a song. This is not a song that you do acoustic, and it sounded like yeah, shit. Yeah, not at all. I hated it. Did not like it at all. Would never. It <laughs> It was so it. cheesy. It was terrible. It was so cheesy. It was bad. No, it was bad. It was awful.
0: Are you you're talking about the 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 final song on the deluxe version, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. It's not. It's not good. Cause they do a lot but of also, songs
1: acoustic, like live, that just they they flow nicely. They they reimagine them as acoustic tracks but this mm-hmm. one they're keeping the pace the tempo the bpm's and it's like dude no 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 it does not work
0: i, I didn't listen to the into, i didn't listen to any other acoustic songs or acoustic renditions but yeah this one this one sucks hey. straight up sucks but i don't know do we have anything else musically or should we jump into the
1: lyrics we we could do we could do lyrics all right so what do you have on these ones the song's about josh straight up. Haley yeah. liked Josh in their teens and he didn't like her back. That's what this song is about. <laughs> Just I mean we can get into like the nuance of it, but that is what it is about and that is what they said, that's what she said and he confirmed many years after the release of the song. And uh that's it. But when when you kind of read about the uh how the song came
0: about lyrically, she didn't want to release it or she didn't want to she didn't want these lyrics in the song cuz she she was just thought they were they weren't very good but he kept pushing for them kept pushing and i kind of wondered was he pushing because he knew it was about him and he kind of wanted that that kind of like oh i'm a cool guy girls like me and things like that did you get that did you yeah. kind of get that when you read it because i i did
1: the the more i the more i read about like josh the more i i i think he's just vanilla plain old people don't care but oh, when yeah, him and when him and haley get together i think they can write just some phenomenal fucking songs but I think, I I I think like and did like she kind of did them dirty too a little bit, like the whole like signing to Atlantic, it was just her being signed and not the band and and, and yeah and that get, surprised like, me. Clearly, clearly, when you have a female fronted band, and someone as attractive as she is, like mm-hmm. people are going to gravitate towards Paramore and think like, oh that is that's Haley Williams, like that's that's what that is, and they're going to forget that's what they do the with band. no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, but like luckily Gwen was was on top of that shit from the beginning. And the band and to be fair, like no doubt like the entire group was was on Gwen's side from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And- they were
0: way better songwriters, musicians. Keep Tiger reeling it. They and get that, out of
1: here! That was, don't and, be don't. And, that was, and that was during it. That Oy. was the nineties. That was even Oy. worse than two thousand. Come on, that was even that was even worse. My God, I mean, there is so many interviews where you see in like the early nineties where like guys are talking to everybody in the band except for Gwen, and everybody in the band is just like You should ask Gwen. She wrote that song. You should ask Gwen. She's the one that came up with that riff. You should ask Gwen. Like that is a band in a time where they knew that they were doing something that was. That was not necessarily not necessarily taboo, but but for sure unheard of. For sure, they yeah, thought yeah. that this is probably not going to go anywhere. And then doing like third wave ska on top of that too. Like you're 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 a time bomb. You're a ticking time bomb. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but like here here we have a band that that is not like a ticking time bomb. You you can progress further than that. There are bands that that started as pop punk and 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 did other things and got better and and made a career out of it. Some forty one is one of them. Green Day is kind of one of them. Paramore is one of them. Descendants fucking have been around with Screeching Weasel. All these bands have been around for, mm-hmm. for decades that have that have done it. And and so and so we have a band here, but because she's a because she's a female and because she has like that bright colored hair, like that is what that is what the masses are following. That is what kind of like the press is is, is jumping on top of. And I think that didn't sit well with Josh. I think there's a little little jealousy in that. And then I think there's a little conceit. in in Haley with that I think I think that kind of went to her head a little bit because like honestly I I didn't think it was as great but you liked it but there's a different songwriting approach to Paramore's Paramore than there was to their previous album the 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 blind eye new brand new eyes brand new eyes yeah oh there's like a clear fucking change in songwriting and that is because they lost two members and I don't know if that's an Mm -hmm. emotional thing or if that's because like Josh was a very important part in the songwriting process. And then when you dissect some of these songs and you realize just from what you read on the internet, who fucking knows what's real. But you see that, that Josh is writing a lot of these songs and all Haley is doing is, is adding the lyrics, not the melody, but the lyrics you realize, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. These are two completely different bands and two completely different iterations of this band that, that I don't, I don't think Josh, Josh was, was, was right for the band, but I think he was like the best part of the band. But then I don't think the band mm. would have been anything without Haley, but then I think she was also kind of the demise of the band. There's a lot of these <laughs> things going on. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lot, I lot I, I agree. I didn't, I didn't realize that, that Josh wrote the guitarist wrote that much of their music up until he left the band. And I agree with you. There was a huge style, st- huge stylistic change after he left the band. I think it was for the better. I know you obviously disagree with that wholeheartedly, but I think Haley is a better songwriter. She had more to do with the songwriting after he left the band. I mean, what was the guitarist's name? I can't remember his name right now, but he also wrote a lot of the music as well with Haley. but I felt like it was in a more mature, it was in a less constrictive style too. Like I felt like when Josh was writing, it was like, we're only going to make rock music. We're only going to make pop rock music, pop punk music. We're only going to do this one thing. And it wasn't until he left where I felt like Haley was like, okay, now I kind of want to branch out and do shit. I want to do without, you know, this older person, this person that I've looked up to that I've admired since I was a kid. I mean, she wrote a song like, it was a year so, old. She wrote misery, but still she had this infatuation sh- with him when she was a kid. So she's al- She's always going to have that subconsciously. She's always going to have that, that view of Josh. You know, it's like, what he thinks is best is what's probably best for the band and it wasn't until he left and all that shit went down that that she realized oh maybe i should start writing more of the music and that's why we get paramore's paramore and after laughter which i think are better records but i know you don't agree but i i, I, I feel like i feel like he was holding her back josh was holding Haley back
1: that's fucking. I really That's absolutely was. nuts. Like I just I cannot be more on the opposite end of that. I think stick. Josh is just so. I just vanilla. cannot believe it.
0: I think his music is so vanilla. It's it's, it really is the Foo Fighters of pop punk. He writes. That's th- what they this, are.
1: This album specifically, this album specifically brings out the best in the bass playing, and the drumming. The way these songs are written. And I mean not not mm-hmm. just like fences, and that's my one B. Fences, which is a bass-driven song. Is that song. really one B? Okay. Yeah, dude, fences is fucking come on, it's a banger.
0: But like like right.
1: the way they write songs on this album, this one in particular, the way they write songs on this, it brings out the best in the bass playing. It brings out the best in the drumming. Not just because it was like, okay, pause for a drum fill, pause for a drum solo. No, it's it's we are now incorporating the drumming Into the songwriting process We are incorporating the bass playing And don't forget This fucking studio guy That's worked with like Your boys in the Mars Volta And Nine Inch Nails Mm -hmm. Who gives a fuck man They're bringing this outsider Into this band After they had a a core person Leave the band Now they're bringing in a a ringer Essentially And that's why I feel like Their pop albums are so disingenuous I think they're so superficial I think they're so fucking phony They're so fake I'm even more mad now Than I was before I really am. That's fine.
0: So I don't, upset. You know, I, don't, I don't care. We love, you, you and I both love pop records. We love sync. We love Backstreet <laughs> Boys. You know, we love these, this, this stupid ass pop music. Oh my God. I don't give so a funny. fuck. I don't, if they, if, they if, if Haley Williams decides to bring in these outside producers or maybe even songwriters, I, I don't think any of them are really credited for songwriting, but at least producers, I don't care. I mean, it's, it's good, solid pop music. I really like it. Hey, doesn't make it bad. This is this is like you jumping on my on my case about complaining how there's too many producers or too many songwriters on a Beyonce record or Britney Spears record or whatever. Is it the same idea?
1: Well, those are pop arts. This is not a pop band. It's not a, a pop but band. But it in that was. Sense. But it was
0: a pop band after Josh left the band because Josh just only wanted to make one dimensional. Because kind of Haley movie.
1: Williams cannot write an album to save her life. Yes, I agree, and that's fine. Sure. Which I, I, I don't really agree with because we're Pedals for Armor is, if, is a really if, good record. If oh, I fucking hate that so much. I haven't <laughs> looked it up. I haven't looked it up. How many fucking writers were on that? There's probably a million.
0: No, Haley wrote everything on, on Pedals for Armor and her – what's the second record? I can't remember right now. But both records uh, – at least on Pedals for Armor, she wrote all the music. And then on, on the second one, she wrote everything and played everything on that record.
1: D- just like so, as a real quick like like a side. There was yeah. I was in a recent situation where where somebody was like, I don't know, we're making fun of like my taste in music, the Limp biscuit stuff and whatever. I think it was actually the other night at the about the bar, and and then somebody brought up they like they like, like '90s, boy bands, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh fuck yeah, dude. I love I love '90s boy bands. Like who do you like? And then I I literally just named off like fucking ten things. And everybody was just like <laughs> jaws dropping. Like, I cannot believe you know that many boy bands. I'm like, fuck yeah, they're <laughs> all good, dude. I even went so far. I was, like, you know, I was like, you know Deep Cuts? You know Deep Cuts? Like, you want to do like, like remember Five? Remember Five? Baby When the Lights Go <laughs> yeah, Out? I do remember One Five. Do five. Wow, that's a
0: great song. That's a great, that's a banger right there.
1: Dude, Baby When the Lights Go Baby Out. Baby When a, the Lights oh Go Out. It's a banger for a dude, song, that, of course. I love that song. And S-Clo- Stylized Five? S Club 7?
0: S- oh, fuck yeah, dude.
1: Don't stop, never give
0: up. Hold it I and reach the top. They weren't—they weren't really a boy band, but they pretty much were. But it was BB Mac. Do You remember
1: that? BB Mac. I do remember BB Mac. I don't remember anything by BB Mac. They were but f- I do fucking B. good. B. B.
0: They were good. They were like—they were like the alt version of boy bands because they—they they both played a, an acoustic guitar, but it was fucking—it was boy band music with an acoustic guitar. Hell yeah! It's, See, that's, it was uh, so that's good. what I'm
1: saying. Like, like I, I'm not—I'm not opposed to this. This, this, this pop-centric stuff. I, I, I love it. I mean, dude, BSB and insane. like, come on. I, I've never Forget even been about over it. it. And it's objectively yeah. great music. Fantastic mm-hmm. music. I don't give a fuck who you are. Fantastic music. You don't care how many songwriters are on it. Okay. Unless it's <laughs> Williams. Oh, God. I don't even know how many songwriters were on that first <laughs> BSB album. I don't even want to know. Even Millennium, I don't even know. <laughs> we,
0: don't, we only did Millennium, I think, right, on the podcast? I don't remember doing any BSB. We did Millennium for... Oh, we did Millennium for, on our 100th episode. Oh, on our hundredth so episode. Do you remember we did that? And we did it with Ryan. It, it, it's a lost episode now. It's oh, not posted it's anymore.
1: Gotta be, it's got to be bootleg It's shit then.
0: Oh, and you know what? I remember when we, we recorded that episode, it was right when you moved out to Arizona. Maybe like what? a month after you moved out there. Yeah, it was like a month after you moved out there. We did that that record. And Ryan and I were, were recording in, in the kitchen here at the castle. And you... <laughs> You were recording on your computer microphone. You weren't recording on your on the, the actual mic mic for like the first half of the episode until we realized it, oh, and I ended up keeping the entire thing and posted it. But yeah, it ended up being so quality wise, it wasn't. Yeah, quality
1: wise, it wasn't the best. But you know what? I I whatever. I don't think we didn't go into albums as deep as we do now then. But I would mm. I would bet money that not one person in the Backstreet Boys had any hand in writing any of the songs on Millennium. Even after doing, like, that's your, what, fourth album? Third, third album? I think it's a third. I think it was a third. Even after doing album after album, I, w- I would I would bet money that not one of them had a hand in writing any of those songs. Yeah, but, so so you don't like, uh, let's see, what did we just do? Misery Business? Was that the one we just we just finished up?
0: Yeah, well, we didn't really touch upon the lyrics, do, but, do, do, oh, we do, do, did, do, no, do, actually do, we did. I took do, it back. Do about her her love for for josh and how he was seeing another girl and how jealous she was of that and um yeah that's what we got okay so i'm on i'm on millennium oh fuck dude millennium millennium and uh yeah you're right they have very little to do with the songwriting
1: but they they did have something to do with the songwriting what because i i said i don't think they have anything to do with the five guys brian uh, oh nick fucking howie and all of aj and brian there's two brian so,
0: oh you oh you did say brian i don't know i don't know what you said so there's Okay, whatever. howie mandel um so they had it pretty much looks like the only person in the group who ever had any sort of songwriting credit was brian luttrell on like Three songs or four songs it looks like he had oh, songwriting damn. credits. Okay. Kevin had songwriting credit on one song and everything else was were outside songwriters. So there's that. Like larger than life was was Max Martin, Christian London, and then Brian Luttrell That was those are the songwriters for that one.
1: Oh damn so Brian's making it, a g- Brian's still making a good living off of that song. He good is, for him. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: I wanted I wanted that way. Nobody from the group has oh. to have songwriting credits on that one. Show me the meaning of being lonely. Nobody from the group has anything from that. It is a great song. Uh, The one Latrell has has a songwriting credit on that, but other than that, yeah. (laughs)
1: When you said "Show me the meaning of being lonely," I clenched my fist and then brought it to my heart, Like 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 I'm like I'm pining. Show me the meaning
3: of being
0: lonely. That's a great song. That's a great ballad right there.
1: Who's the fucking? It was Nick. It was Nick Carter, Brian Luttrell, and then Howie, AJ. Who was the other one? And then Kevin Richardson. Kevin Richardson. Kevin.
0: Kevin. Kevin was the tall drink the of water. Dark, he had the
1: dark eyebrows, right?
0: Dark hair. Yeah, the tall guy, the tall drink, of, yeah. water right tall the drink of water,
1: right there. Tall drink of water, right there. You know, come on. He was the tall guy. Tall drink of water. Okay.
0: Tall drink of water. You never heard that st- that term? I it's so not, fucking I've, dumb.
1: I have not heard <laughs> that. I'm going to use that often now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't don't use it Because people are going to think of you as a fucking weirdo If you start saying I'm,
1: that I'm 100% going to use that from now on Anytime anybody says anybody is <laughs> attractive I'm going to stop drinking water right there I can't believe you've never heard that before <laughs> I've, yeah, wow. No, I've never heard that Because <laughs> why would anybody ever say that? Except for my dumbass, right? All what, right. Is, what is your 1B? What? Do you have a 1B? Or are these all just okay songs?
0: No, no, no. I, I told you I have five Bs. Okay. wow! Clearly, wow. you don't listen. Wow. wow! Clearly, you don't listen. Wow! My one B is that's what you get. Oh, <laughs> that's what you get. That was
1: good. good. That was really good. Ding, ding, this is one that Josh wrote. This is a Josh song with Haley just providing the lyrics.
0: Yes, 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 yes. I do, I, I, I
1: love that. I love that stupid intro. It's 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 uh, I don't know. It's good pop punkage. It is.
0: I, I I there was there was a couple of years ago. I was out at your place and we were jamming and I started playing this drum part and you're like, oh, is that Paramore? Remember? No. I, I was like, no, it's a trait. You, it's 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 oh um, fuck. What
1: song was it? I fucking instinctively remember, remember that. I remember you remember that? that. I do, one hundred percent. Because I got so fucking excited.
0: It's from Suicide Notes and Butt Kisses. It's off that record. It's the second track. I can't even think of the name of it right now. I immediately but,
1: recognize this as a Paramore song.
0: Yeah, you thought it was Paramore. I'm like, fuck no, Paramore's fucking stupid. Why do we playing a Paramore song? I'm playing a Treyu. Treyu's cool as fuck. Yeah, right. Just kidding. Treyu sucks sometimes. Mostly great, but sucks sometimes. Maybe anyway, maybe they yeah, got
1: this. Maybe they got this drum beat from the uh, Treyu album. I mean, that was that could have been it, many years. That Treyu
0: came out in 03. Yeah, it came out in 03. Does that make sense? Makes sense. They they always left a copy. This song is such a copy. fucking
1: banger. Phenomenal. Fucking chorus here phenomenal chorus mm-hmm. i love the way she sings the the i drowned all my i drowned out all my sense with the sound of its beating the way she says it in <laughs> all my sense <laughs> with the oh my god dude i die i die every time
0: you die every, every time. time it is it is a really really catchy chorus and this is one of the few songs where i feel like the other parts really stand out too you kind of have that the verses have that bouncy beat with that good clean, oh, that's not clean, but the palm muted guitars, they're they're distorted but they're still very crisp and and they, they just sound really good. I I just love the the whole that whole thing that goes on in the verses. I I think everything meshes really well uh, during the during those parts, and you get some some interesting and good chicka chickas. Oh, dude! You know, getting back getting back yeah. into that third verse yeah. especially, some good chicka chickas right
1: there. So like this whole song, they lean into that rhythmic pattern, right? That like that, that, that in the beginning, that's essentially this song. Like I feel like I feel like they may have got that rhythmic pattern, that tin 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 ticket tikka tick tin tin tin. I feel like yeah. they may have come up with that first and then wrote a song around it because the entire song is written around that rhythmic pattern. And I'm fucking cool with right. it because I love yeah. it so much. But I think the verse has a solid groove to it. Everyone's kind of grooving along waiting for that same drop waiting for that drop into the chorus that is what's happening here and yeah. the bridge dude the yeah. bridge itself has a nice little groove to it those cool upstrokes the last bass line, minimal drums nice beat uh, gang vocals You're, before the last chorus mm.
0: I, I do like the mm. gang vocals a lot they, they were really lame and stupid but they, they were so lame and stupid that I liked them
1: this is what 17 year olds you or me would have loved who written a song. Like this <laughs> no. is
0: fucked. And it dude. makes me so mad. It makes God me so mad. Damn. But really the the, the verses are what are what really do it for me on this one. The I verses really are think, great. Yeah, the verses the verses are the best part. The, just I love the bounciness of it and that the those muted guitars. So I'm gonna play a little bit of the song and then we'll jump into the lyrics real quick. So here it is that's what you got from the paramours That's what you get from Paramore the the album, right? The Paramores. So what do you have lyrically on this one?
1: Dude, when she drops into that chorus, though, come on. <laughs> That's what you get. It's so just so good. Snotty. Man, she's so fucking good. Tyler? Tyler Rebecca Anstead? Did you even listen to the fucking album? Are you kidding me? I
0: agree. I, I think Haley oh Williams. I love Haley Williams. I love Haley Williams. I think she's a, I love her singing. I think she's a great, great singer. I think I she think has some really great songs. You think she's an idiot. That's <laughs> you're what I think. so <laughs> stupid. I'm the one who fucking buys her solo records on vinyl, you know? I, I would never. They're her.
1: fucking not good at all.
0: Cause you're so fucking dumb. You're so dumb. <laughs> you're so dumb. Bought her, bought her two solo records. That's I, so I bought After Laughter. They're, Paramore's last record. I know. I, I even, I bought it f- a few days ago, and I just I got it hoping, in the mail today. I was
1: hoping and praying that 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 was not the case, but yeah, it dude. Was. After laughter,
0: after laughter is so good, dude. You got to listen to it five more times.
1: Oh, that was that's what I did wrong.
0: Yeah, that exactly. I I listened I listened to I this week, getting prepping for the pod. I listened to Riot four times this week. I listened to After Laughter three times this week. I, I really like that record. I really, really enjoy that record. I think she does okay. pop music so
1: well dude she does it so well that is that is just something uh we are not on the same page about because I think she does not. <laughs> I, think, I think she does it poorly. <laughs> okay All right, so
0: yeah, yeah lyrically what what do you have for that's what you get
1: i I think this is this is superficial. This is about acknowledging the the hurt you're feeling. Is because you let your heart decide decisions, I, I think that's that's it. The person
0: ends up leaving you in the end, or leaving her in the end, and she just doesn't understand why because she gave him everything. She gave him her whole heart. So it's very, very love, very lovey-dovey. It's very seventeen-year-old lovey-dovey.
1: Yeah. And right? I mean, you
0: can't you can't criticize her. You really can't criticize no. her for it. And why people? Why people? You know, liked this this music so much and liked her lyrics so much because when you're when you're fifteen sixteen years old, you can relate to a lot of this shit.
1: But that's what like differentiates good songwriters from from historic songwriters are people that can write about love at seventeen and not have it be generation specific or or, or demographic yeah. specific, but kind of like be about everybody. But also not too broad to where it's just bland and, and boring. So, where you where are you categorizing her? Categorizing her? I think her lyrics are are bland and boring. Oh, okay, okay. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're very good. I, I think they're 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 generation specific for sure. They're they're a generation of young people.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's her lyrics that sold as many records as they sold. Of because course, because it was a lot of young people that that bought these records.
1: But they repress us on on on, on Field by Ramen for their, their I mean Fueled by Ramen, good God. Like they, they're supported by Paramore and Panic's first album. I was gonna say like this Jesus must be like Christ. the best
0: selling record from put out by Field by Ramen.
1: Yeah, but like Field by Ramen did this this thing when the vinyl craze first started that you could buy twelve months in advance their twelve biggest albums. And then, like, the first, I think the second one they put out was like Paramore's Riot. And everybody's like, what the fuck else do you have, dude? Like, <laughs> why did I purchase, why did I pre purchase 12 months when your second one is <laughs> Paramore's Riot? And so there was a lot of like, like, a uh, outcry for that because, like, this is the best thing that Feel by Rama has ever put out. So, so it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's generation specific. It's, it's young people stuff. It's, it's not like a love song the way, the way Neil Diamond could even write a fucking love song for God's sakes. For some of these people yeah. in like the sixties and seventies could write a love song. It's just it's fine. It's immature. It matches what's happening. I get it. I love it. I love it. But it's not great.
3: Mm. Yeah. It's not it's not what she's
1: saying, it's how she says it. That's
0: it's what it's It's how love. she says it, yeah. It, it's it's her how she it's her. It's the emotion
1: behind it all. And again, when like it, when, when, when she says, "I drowned out all my sins, drowned out all my sins," but the like, did I fucking die? I <laughs> die. You can even ask Renee. Literally. Like even Renee. Like like her friend was over tonight, and she was like, what like, "What album are you guys doing tonight?" I was like, "Oh, Paramore." And Renee, you know, not and and not as nice words. She's like, "Oh yeah, I heard you listening to that the other day." She said a lot more mean and nasty. I, I
0: imagine, I imagine, I can totally see how she said it too. No, I could totally imagine. Because essentially
1: it. only, she's a, she's a two sided fucking coin. She's a gangster <laughs> rap of the 90s or bad, bad metal core. <laughs> well, that she likes some,
0: some good metal core. Some good metal
3: core.
1: You're right. Yeah, but mostly bad. Bad, mostly bad, yeah. mostly there, bad. There's only good metal core because there's so much bad metal
3: core. <laughs>
0: That's uh, so funny. I I really I totally understand. I totally can hear her say, you know, say something really
1: mean to you about oh, it. Oh, so snotty. It was so fucking mean, disrespectful. <laughs> but did you should have seen me the other day. Like I was blasting Paramore. I even like postponed like like our going out. Like there was, it, I was supposed to go to the neighbor's house, and I was like, I'm gonna finish this up because I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop this. I was singing all the lines. I was like standing up. Finally, I was belting it out. i fucking. You were, you were crying. I had my fist you like clenched, and all, you, you punch, all, yeah. like you punch upwards when you hit those high notes, like you, like, you know, you know what I mean like yeah, oh. you
0: you you punch up and your legs spread out. You you punch, you know, like a like a movie poster. Yeah, like like Freddie Mercury, you know.
1: Yes. yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> For like get Congress <laughs> to stop being so <laughs> short-sighted, yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What a deep cut!
0: What a deep cut that is. Exactly. Oh God. If anybody can 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 nail what you just referenced, I'll be. I'll, fucking I'll Venmo surprised. you five dollars. I will Venmo you five dollars <laughs> if you
1: know exactly yeah. what that is from. I will Venmo you five dollars without looking yes. it up. Don't be a cheater. This is the honor system. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Damn, that is a deep cut. All right, so that was that was, that was was your, what was that, your 1B? <laughs> that was my 1B, yeah. That's yeah. what you get when you let your heart win. All right, so what is your 1B? We've already done all my, my, my top Bs, dude. Actually, no, my one B's Fences. You're right, you're right, Fences. Fences, that is an okay almost stinker. That is also a stupid comment that you made. That's fine. <laughs> It's a it's an okay song. Let's just say this, that. Okay this is song. what I'm talking about here. Okay, so first of all, let's let's the vocal melody on this is last. This is not a a this is a bass driven song, clearly. Mm-hmm. This is a a bass driven song that's supported by the guitars playing the rhythm parts and the drums having some cool parts. Because oh, for sure. because this is when like Zach is throwing in those quick drum rolls or flams. As they are technically called, for all you, all you drum heads out there, yeah. and and this is a song that is set up to be to be, I don't know, to showcase the other members of the band at being really good at what they do, and they are pretty goddamn good for being a bunch of seventeen year old pop bunkers. Good lord. Yeah. <laughs> How could you not think this is a okay. fucking manger? I I
0: don't know. This is this is like, this song is is a bootleg. A bootleg My Chemical Romance song. What in the? A bootleg the fuck? My Chemical Romance song from Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Oh like my this God, is that's even worse. This is this is Theater Kid. This is Circusy. It's bouncy. It's it's so of its time, dude. It's and maybe like throw a little bit of Panic at the Disco in there. This is very much that style, and I just like just I could not I could not get behind it. I really you. I, I thought I thought musically there were there were some really cool parts, but as a song itself, I thought it was beyond cheesy. I felt like it was so derivative. It was so derivative of of My Chemical Romance and Panic at the Disco. There was that nothing it was My Chemical just, Romance it was about this rough at all. But what? This was poppy. This
1: was melodic. This was this was this was
0: upbeat. But it but it didn't even but it didn't even have the the same kind of flair and just kind of like you know. Just I guess flair, flair is the method best I, I think, term I to think use. I think
1: you one hundred percent missed a boat. So so like, this this is like objectively the best <laughs> bass playing on the album because it's a bass driven song. Okay, whatever. The drum parts are a little bit more oh. complex. Like I mentioned, those flames. That's really like I only mm-hmm. know like three drum terms, and flames is one of them. And that's that quick succession of one two. Oh, I love Perry. Did dull Perry. Did dull Perry. Did dull. So <laughs> so like, he's, Zach's throwing out some like. I don't know what do you call it? like 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 drum thing. What the fuck? What what do you?
0: He's kind he ju- drum he just lessons. Like, what do you say? He, he's, I don't know. I've never taken drum lessons. What what, the do, you fuck do, I what know? do you say? What he, do you say? He's, he's doing just else. doing doing that, that that kind of drum roll on the snare. Just kind of that that circusy
1: kind of. But it's not a drum roll. That's what I'm saying. Like you're missing it. You're missing it's it. You're missing. It's like a shuffle. It's like a shuffle. You're missing how like a drum technical shuffle. it is over. Mid- Here we go. This is your favorite. This is your favorite right here. You ready for this? You're missing the forest of the trees. That's what's happening right go. now. What, what's what what's your other
0: What's your other favorite thing to say? You're You're hearing, but you're not listening. That That's another thing you like to say. That's what
1: you've been we, doing we, since day we, one. We, you hear, you hear, you hear. I put my finger in my ear. You hear. We don't listen. <laughs> and the other part, the yes. other part's the guitar work, man. Come on, you have two guitars. You have an acoustic guitar that's strumming in the background that's subtle, uh-huh. that's that's not nuanced at all, that is just strumming chords. It's filler, yeah. And you think, okay, that's whatever. But then you get that like electric guitar that's ringing out those chords. It's very like surf rock. It's very that's very wet sounding. Mm. It's very, I don't know, there's a lot of reverb on it. And it's just strumming it out like it's some 50s rock and, rock and roll album. God damn, that is good. That's good songwriting. Musically, that is fucking great songwriting. I really didn't think the guitars were there. I because they were there to supplement,
0: only supplement. They were, the, yeah, I know, I I understand what you mean, but I, there was nothing even there to to really make to really put the song on a pedestal. Like you, you can have like subtle subtle guitars and and things there as a as a not a crutch, but as a it's just supplemental. But it but it doesn't even it did, it didn't add nothing to it because, yeah, there was like that that drum shuffle that that Zach was doing, which is cool, you know, but. When you throw in that kind of bouncy circusy theater kid, you know bass playing, it just, just I. What I part just of that is fucking
1: theater it. kid? What the bass? If you if you just if you took the line track out on its own, there is nothing theater kid about that.
0: I think it's just because the song reminds me of My Chemical Romance and Panic at the Disco.
1: That's still that's silly boy talk. The it's song not silly boy maybe talk itself when it's, possibly, when it's so derivative of it. It's no. not silly. No. It is.
0: Bullshit. Get the fuck out of here. That's that's crazy I, I, boy talk. I think, I think, silly that's, boy I think talk. that's
1: I think that's silly. I think to think that, that first of all, that baseline itself is 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 derivative of something.
0: It's no. a good no, okay. It it really is a good baseline. But when you throw it in with everything else, it it makes for, for that kind of song. Like you could have a fucking amazing killer baseline. But if the if everybody else is, is playing something that that is just so generic of a certain genre your your bass playing isn't always going to stand out it really isn't especially when also okay so in the context of this entire record zach's drums are very loud in the mix i think of one because he does hit so fucking hard and they were they had like no way of of like properly mixing the record because of that like there there's no real nuance with his playing. Like how hard he hits. I think he just. I think he was young, and just wanted to be. Just he was just so stoked. I feel like he was so stoked to be in the band, so stoked to record a record that he just played, played to the fullest, and he just didn't care about nuance and didn't care about, you know, the ups and downs of a song, this and that. He just fucking hit hard, and For this is sure. an example of that because it's sure. just that that shuffling part. That shuffling part should have been very kind of in the back. It should have just kind of carried the song. It should have never been forefront, but that shuffle, that drum shuffle, was in the forefront, and it was just, it was too much. And I feel like they weren't able to mix it properly because of his performance.
1: They because, didn't I, like want said, to mix yeah. it properly. This is a song that is supposed to be a rhythm section. This is a Sly and Robbie type song. Dude, the fucking producer of this this album like worked with the Heptones, worked with 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 guys that are like deeply rooted in reggae music. There's a lot of stuff yeah. in the, the song. like Specifically, this is a Sly and Robbie. This is a rhythm section song. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little cheesy. It's a little whatever. But what do you expect from a bunch of fucking 17-year-olds <laughs> that are just trying I know, to I know. drink a bunch of alcohol and, 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 and put out a song that's, that's mediocre, and it comes out fucking great? And his, shuffle, know, I... his shuffle is more <laughs> complex than just a shuffle. I can do a fucking shuffle on the drums. This is not just something I can do. He is having like those flams, those one, those quick one twos. The flams are like the key to the part that 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 Dave Grohl does in the intro to "Smells Like Teen Spirit," which is like one of the mm-hmm. greatest drum intros of all time, like ever. No, it is. Like flams oh. are key to that, and and this is this is kind of what he's doing here. Not in, not might- in the same category there, but that's what he's doing. He's he's doing like. Like techniques, like actual drum techniques, that from somebody that maybe took lessons or that knows theory, or somebody that's just better than is what perc- is perceived to be. And this is buried. This is second to last song. It is, yeah. Am I am I am I wrong in saying
0: that it's a shuffle? Is it, it's It is a shuffle, right?
1: I I think that is a like shuffle. Yes. Just like little little based on based on basically okay. a drum roll but a little bit more proper right yeah a little bit scratchier like it's not if we have any big like like drum drum heads out there i mean i i what i think is a drum shuffle probably similar is just you hitting that bass drum to keep the rhythm and then the 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 snare is you're hitting kind of just to you know add nuance really yeah and then and then you and also have bridging. the hi
0: hat you're also hitting the hi-hat on, on the opposite note of the, the, the bass, the bass drum.
1: But I think that but the, 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 real, the, real, the real point of the shuffle is to bridge something. You're bridging two things together. You're shuffling to get from point A to point B and just filling space. But a good shuffle fills space in a way that, like this, adds a little nuance to the song. And those guitars, man, I fucking love those guitars, dude. I love them. I don't care.
0: I, okay. I really, I really don't get the guitars. I I understand the the bass and the drums, the guitars. I I have a hard time with that one.
1: You have a super super soft acoustic guitar that's just driving that melody forward. He's just playing the chords, like Red jumpsuit apparatus. we you going <laughs> you drive me crazy. And like the, the the electric guitar is coming in with that really wet, verbed up, fucking sixties Dick Dale. Just brown, like, he's like in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Brown, mm-hmm. Ringing those chords out. Love that. Amazing. You
0: almost, you almost sound like a
1: Christalia in 10-Minute Podcast. Bow. Bow. Oh, dude, I don't even talk about the bass lines. Come on. There's some fantastic bass lines in this song.
3: <laughs> All
1: right, let's 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 play a little bit of Fences, and then we'll jump into, jump into
0: the lyrics real quick. So here it is from Paramore. There you go, fences from The Paramours.
1: By the Garth Brookses.
0: <laughs> By the Garth Brooks wait, wait, Garth Brooks, what? No fences. Come on. Is that really a Garth Brooks song? Come on. Is I don't know. I mean I know a lot of Garth Brooks songs, but I don't remember the That's song. That's like
1: his, his fucking biggest album. How does it go? I, I, fuck, how do I know? I did fucking Thunder Rolls. You never heard of Thunder Rolls? I, Friends honestly, in Low Places, I, Wild Horses? is like I what you heard joke friend- my ass?
0: Okay, I've heard, I've obviously the last two songs I recognize by the title. You don't know, I Thunder know I, Rolls. Once again, I'm sure I know probably 30 or 40 of his songs. Oof. I just don't know the titles of said songs. You're the worst. How am I the worst? I know these because songs because you don't it's listen my, to a
1: lot of Garth Brooks. That's why you're the worst,
0: my dude. Dude, you don't you don't say that. well Whoa. Whoa. I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to so much Garth Brooks as a kid. It's fucking stupid. I, My I, mom I used I to agree. listen I to sure a shit a ton of Garth Brooks. No, she really did. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I listened to I a shit ton of Garth Brooks. I fucking fully believe that. It's ridiculous. Oh, Got it. I hate I hate it.
1: Fred Little Plays is <sighs> so a good
0: one. so always Thunder Rolls. It's just. It's just so—it's just so stupid. It's such stupid pop country music.
3: Come on, all
0: round
1: the places where Let's the whiskey
0: it. rides. That's so oh, odd.
1: Taste is our bow, 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 bow,
0: bow. God damn it! Why have we never done Garth Brooks?
1: Because it's terrible this. I don't want to do I don't even know how many Fucking albums he has But it's probably more than like 10 And I don't want to listen To more than 10 Oh he probably He probably has like 40 records
0: Oh, oh dude we god. gotta look at it up. Hold on hold on Hold on let's see Garth oh, Brooks Oh god And and it's not, And you know None of his records are streaming Because he has that, that Contract yeah. at Walmart For like the oh, last my 30 god. years Oh god he made
1: so much Fucking money on that Right up front
0: But the dude still sells out Arenas Still sells out arenas. And then didn't he... Oh, he performed at uh, Joe Biden's in, uh, inauguration. Remember that? He did. He played <laughs> the... the uh, <laughs> Not Star Spangled Banner. What did he fucking perform? I don't remember what the fuck he performed, but he played at his inauguration. He's, he's like, Dude, I haven't heard Garth Brooks in forever.
1: Gar- Garth Brooks is more of an institution than Bruce Springsteen, but is not talked about enough.
0: That's very true. Very, very true.
1: Bruce Springsteen is trash.
0: <laughs> I agree. I I don't, I don't even care.
1: I don't even fucking care anymore. Just trash music. <laughs> I agree.
0: There's nothing. I've never heard a, heard a good Bruce Springsteen song
1: ever. I'm just I'm just so over this boring fucking soft rock shit that Bruce Springsteen throws out. <laughs> I like him as a person. I think he's fucking dope. I think the whole the whole thing that he did, where he was like on his motorcycle and pulled over to take a shot with a bunch of fans that were holding out like a bottle of tequila. Oh
0: yeah, I think yeah that was yeah, fucking yeah. cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. that music sucks. That's really cool. So Garth Brooks has 15 records. That doesn't include yeah. his uh, um, what was it? The Chris Gaines. That does not increase, include the Chris Gaines record. So, Still 15 not, not countries.
1: Not, not, not as much as I thought it would be.
0: Yeah, I know, right? And he put out his first record in 1989. I thought he was like, I thought he maybe put out his first record in like 82, 83. But it was 1989.
1: Damn. So he's he put he, out. He can't be that he, old then.
0: He's got to be in his like
1: early 60s, mid 60s. Garth
0: right? Garth is such a dumb name, too. Garth is 60 Garth. years old. Is that a real name, Garth. Garth? Uh no he was b- oh dude he was born Troyal Garth Brooks so his first name is spelled T R O Y A L Troyal Troyal
1: yeah what the hell is a Troyal Troil
0: Garth Brooks that's even yeah, worse I than
1: Garth <laughs> I know
3: that's Troil? probably why
0: why you went with I've never heard that name before
3: yeah
1: Troyal I <laughs> never Troyal I'm I'm now and forever going to call him Troyal Brooks. <laughs> Troyel Brooks. Troyel Brooks. <laughs> how old did you say you were? How, how was Sixty he? years old. Sixty. That's it. Old. Yeah.
0: Right. He barely I turned sixty.
1: Like
0: he, he's been around. I mean, I think it's because we, we've just always known him growing up. You know, our parents, or your mom at least, I'm sure, and my mom definitely, just always listened to Garth. Troyel. They always listened to Troyel. Yeah. So, I just, I just think we've we we've, we've always thought he's always been there. Wow. But he was at the very. Be- I mean, he started his career after we were born.
1: Isn't that weird to think? I would. I would. I would love to do like a like a like a like a country music thing episode because I I do think Troy Brooks. I my limited knowledge of country music <laughs> in general. I do think Troy Brooks was was the official last nail in the coffin to good country music.
0: I I would one hundred percent him or Alan Jackson. Ah
1: ah. Well, uh, Chattahoochee.
0: Alan Jackson. I sang oh, okay. Chattahoochee well, he, on Saturday. Yeah, Chattahoochee is terrible. <laughs> that's a terrible song. Chattahoochee is terrible.
1: I love Chattahoochee.
0: Anyway, dude, we, we've we gotten really off the rails here. Yeah. We got to get back to Paramore. What are you talking about? Come back on. to Paramore. Well, well, you and I will talk about Garth or Troil, Troil, Trail. Troil. Dude, That's a hard one. Troil Brooks so after dumb. this episode. Yeah, it's very stupid. So, Paramore. Your name
1: is dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My name is dumb. <laughs> Idiot. So, what do you have? What do you have lyrically on fences? On this paramore uh, song, fences. I gotta scroll down. <laughs> fences. It's kind of a lonely song. It Was written about being on the road in the early days and and just being lonely, feeling lonely. Okay. That's it.
0: That's it. Okay. That's it. <laughs>
1: All right. It's it's about,
0: so what I got from this one, it's about putting on a positive face for the media. Uh, She doesn't want to be too vulnerable. She wants to just kind of be a strong role model to to other people. But then the last song on the record is like a complete contradiction to that. But I don't know if we're going to get into that or not. But anyway, fences. Uh, Let's move on. So, what do we have?
1: That was your 2B, correct? Yeah, we, we might as well I mean, if, if we're going to reel it in We might as well just get into the last single Crush, Crush, Crush
0: Okay, let's if do that If
1: anything, okay. then we should just cover the singles The biggest songs You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: that's fine with me I mean, we, we've covered at least half this record
1: Yeah So, where does
0: Crush, Crush, Crush ugh, crush, 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 Crush fit, Or where does that Where is that for you? Banger One yeah. One more time oh. Well, oh. I just said it, but that's fine Crush, Crush, Crush that's My 5B Five. That's my 4B. There we go. Fucking Second banger, single. right?
1: Fucking yeah, it's a banger. It's, it's a banger. Second Dude, single, the Fucking pre chorus here? Banger. The transition into the crush, crush, crush part that has that lead part? Mm, love it. The whispering of crush, crush, crush? Mm, love it. The two, three, four? Love it. <laughs> God damn, do I love this fucking song.
0: Damn <laughs> it. Yeah. What, what What am I. So some of the biggest things for me on this song was the, the two, three, four in the chorus where they three all kind of yell it together as like this gang vocal thing. That was, that was really cool. So I also childish. Think the, big, the big heavy guitar chords in the chorus were very, they, they sounded so good. It was very kind of cheap and cheesy, but it, it, in the end it, it fit the song so well. So fucking well
1: because they're chuggy they're, they're not like yeah. they're not like hitting those like really fast like like quarter notes you're just like they're letting them ring chi. out yeah they're kind of
0: letting them ring out at, at moments too it's it's a it's a really there's some really good riffs in this song
1: I, I love the way riff, it starts off good. like when she says I got a lot to say to you I got a lot to say He's like okay alright I'm listening I'm listening bobbing my head up and down I'm listening Well, yeah, love it
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I, it. I also hear I hear a lot of um like a lot of 80s synth kind of sounds with the guitar, but then they kind of bleed into like this, this modern pop country as well. But the pop country never really overtakes it. So it's it's okay. It's like, it's like listening to earlier Taylor Swift. Like you can get over that, that kind of cheesy pop country. And and this song is, is one of those examples where you can get over it. But there, there's a lot of, a lot of 80s synth going on in this song as well. Until you hit that chorus, because that chorus is, is big. It's, I wouldn't say heavy. It's just big and loud. It's, it's, good.
1: Definitely, it's definitely big and loud. It leads yeah. up to it nicely. Yeah,
0: And, and, and the vocals in, in the chorus, too, are very, very catchy. I really, I really like her vocals in the chorus. It's good stuff.
1: I love how, I love how it's stylized. I like the crusher crush it's being one word. All the C's are, ca- oh, yeah. are lowercase. I love everything about this song. I think it's fucking fantastic. You you like that
0: it's all mashed together as one word? Yeah,
1: that's dude. That's so fucking mid two thousands. Cool. That's so like emo shit. That's so make damn sure. That's that. Oh, it's so good.
0: Yeah, that's true. It it is very make right? damn sure. When, once again, copying from another band that's better than them.
1: Why do you but, why do you say things that are just just annoying? It's true though. That Come was like right at the fucking same would, time though. That was like, you, to be fair. You can honestly it, damn close.
0: Would you say that this is a better record than louder now? Yes, oh, you're fucking dumb. That's I would. stupid. I that would. is so ridiculous. That is. I would. Ugh, God. All right, I so mean, here's here's. I don't know. It has what? my
1: favorite Take Back Sunday song on it, but like that is this Which is, is, is a better what? record. Yes, liar. Oh, what? That is your favorite Take you Back Sunday song, Oh, album? dude. Liars is. Just, oh my God, liars so good.
0: Wow. My, I mean, my favorite song is off of that album as well, but it's not liar. Liar is like one of the liar. worst songs on the record.
1: No way. I. Mm.
0: Liars is a great song,
1: but it's maybe one of the worst. Maybe songs you're thinking of a different song. You're probably thinking of like some other song, but Liars is the is the best song on the album.
0: I mean, Louder Now is a perfect album.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> it is a perfect album. Okay, that's a silly. I, I fucking love that album. Okay, I, I see where this. But Liars is like one of the worst songs. I, I see. Where but I still
1: going. love it. Still a banger. It's that, it's that beginning part, dude. It's just it's it's soft. Everyone's kind of like. Sneaking in a with, little with the, bit with the drum, with the, the drum, the, part, the, <laughs> the drum yeah. parts getting in there quietly, and then when it finally blind drops from in, corn. it's yeah. still it's still kind of quiet. You know, you're right. It is very like blind from corn. It is it is very of that new metal realm, and even like when when Adam starts, it's very quiet. every 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 sneaking in, every sneaking in, and then when it finally drops, the drums like brruh, brruh. That's how he sings it, but that's you know you get the point. <laughs> that's not how he. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how he sings it at all in any way. <laughs> no. Liar,
3: liar. Yeah, that was closer.
0: Yeah. More, more really bad email. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I, I do love that song, though. I really like that song. Anyway, back to, dude, we are really just not focused at this point. Yeah.
1: Let's, let's, let's finish it up, hone it in, and then and, and rate, review, subscribe, and I guess we'll call it. So, do you want to play this song the or do reels, you just want to wrap dude. it up? We can wrap it up. That's fine. Ten a short okay. episode, huh? No, we're like,
0: we're like an hour twenty twenty-five right now.
1: What was the short part? This, this is average. I'm just, I'm this like is the average. Timestamp here. It looks pretty short. Was it the the final talk? It was it was short.
0: No, no. We we started we started this the par- this final Paramore part at one twenty-five, and we're at two forty-five right now.
1: So the first so two parts an minutes and everything else was an hour and a half or hour and fifteen minutes.
0: The yeah, something, or like an hour 25, I think. Maybe an hour okay. 20.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool,
0: Let's wrap it up. Let's give our final thoughts on this record, uh, Riot, and we will rate it according to our world-famous three-point rating system, where three is a perfect album, two is a good album you're going to continue to listen to, one is a bad album, but give it a shot, and zero is the worst thing you've ever heard. So
1: what do you got on this one, Jeff? Go. This this is a... a this is a time a time piece, a, a period piece. This is this is something that if it came out today, it wouldn't it wouldn't hit the way it did back then. And and that's not with all albums. Some albums if they come out 50 years after they 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 drop, they can still be just as great. This is something that that really sits in the mid 2000s and that's that's kind of where it belongs. There's a lot of a lot of things here that people just don't do anymore because and, eh, it's not that great. But the fact that, that these guys did it, they did it so young and they did it in an era where even like Taking Back Sunday, we just mentioned Taking Back Sunday too. It's like my mm-hmm. God, dude, the history with Taking Back Sunday and how many bands were formed or formed from or were from were formed from from for. Taking back Sunday, right? We're talking like <laughs> all the way back to like the rookie lot, the movie life, I and the Avalanche. Brand new, taking Max Sunday. We're five, six, seven bands that were formed yeah. just by the core group of guys in this band. Even Bayside, all the male main, fronted. The main, right? All male that fronted, and and it, it's it. God, dude, like you have to you have to give some credit to the fact that this band comes out with a female front with a female front over here, and and they're jumping into warp Tour in the mid two thousands warp Tour that was. That was the beginning of the end of Warp Tour for sure. Like late 90s yeah. Warp Tour, Cram de la Cram, best of it. Mid 2000s Warp Tour was the end of the end. The beginning of the end. The end of the end. The end of the end will be the end. Whew. The beginning of the end. And so this band is coming out in an era where it's just like music is just so fucking male fronted and it's just, there's no way they should have survived. And they did. They survived not Wait. just because. The lead singer was a female and she was high, and she had colorful hair, but because the songwriting was solid, because they were doing pop punk stuff that was just as good as their contemporaries, that was sometimes better than their contemporaries, but they were incorporating other elements of music, other genres of music, and they were young. They had a good future ahead of them and they could, I don't know, they could adapt. They could be better Mm -hmm. from their first album to their second album was better, even in your rankings. You thought the first album to the second album that was better. Second to the oh, third, yeah. that gone, was yeah. better. So this is a band that is getting better, not just at like playing their music, but at songwriting. At, at at being a band, at at putting on shows. I mean, dude, they were fucking selling out. They were selling out like ten thousand or I think they sold out like Wembley at some point. Like how the fuck? Paramount. Oh, yeah, like what that's in the insane. shit? That's insane. That's crazy. There is something to this band, and I, 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 I think it started with the shtick of a female-fronted pop-punk band, but I think it ended with, as much as I don't like to say it now, but I think it ended with Haley Williams coming into her, her her songwriting prowess, becoming a phenomenal songwriter, becoming kind of one of the best pop rock songwriters like, like of our generation. And I don't like her new music. I don't, I don't think it's great. But I, I, can, I can respect it. And there are things there that I think, wow, you have grown as a musician. You have grown as a person. And then her extracurriculars, how she can go back and say, yes, this song, Misery Business, I wrote when I was X years old. I don't feel the same way now. Therefore, I don't feel comfortable playing it. Therefore, I'm not going to play it live because it's my fucking song. And that's what I want to do. And I respect that. Love it.
0: I, w- I will say, though, she did play the song with Billie Eilish like a year ago. You've seen that performance, right?
1: Yes, that was after a long hiatus, though.
0: Long, playing that yeah, song, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was, but that was pretty neat, though, right? Like watching. But you played
1: with Billie Eilish too, like Billie Eilish. That was pretty Eilish. rad. Like, like I mean, we we kind of like this love hate with Billie Eilish too. It's just I mean, she's done some great stuff, and I but she's also kind of annoying and plain old people. But damn, she's put man. out some bad
0: shit too. That first record was really good. Billy is much not. like
1: Haley Williams. She's she's great, but she she needs that supporting cast. They're kind of like the they're kind of like the Will Ferrell of the pop realm, right? Like they're they're great, but you need a supporting cast. You need a supporting cast.
0: Really back here, <laughs> we have we haven't had as many years with Billy as we have with Haley. Oh, so let's let's just kind of you know calm down a little bit here.
1: But <laughs> you, you still need to get her her album, her album first album, the, the Where Do We Go When We Fall Asleep, on the vinyls, because it sounds unreal. Wait, which it album? It sounds so good. Where Do We Go When We Fall Asleep, that first album that she had, where she's like on Is the bed. Is that an EP? No, the EP's the first, oh, first oh, thing she oh. did. The Wait,
0: one Billie that's all Eilish? Black.
1: Yeah, Billie Eilish.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking about Haley Williams. I was so confused.
1: No, Billie Eilish. I'm telling you, we started collecting that, her first album sounds fucking phenomenal on the vinyls.
0: Wait, what's her first record? Her first record is the one with uh, "Bad Guy" on it, right? Yeah, that's the one I have.
1: Where did you get that from?
0: I got it from. Where the fuck did I get it? It had to be
1: me, like pressuring you to get it because it sounds great.
0: No, I got. No, I did get it from you because you got it from some like some crazy person who sold you like five records for like twenty bucks. <laughs> so I got it for like. I think I got it for like six or seven dollars from you. Yeah, oh, I have. I have, so I have that dollars. Billie Eilish record.
1: Yeah, totally. Oh, it sounds so good. It's no, such a they, it, record. It is totally music-wise, production-wise. God damn, that's a damn near perfect record. Yeah, it blow
0: <laughs> it blows her second record out of the water. Like there's, oh for sure, there's no comparison. Yeah, I have that record.
1: I don't know, man. And, Riot, and I did get it from you. Riot holds a special place in my heart because it was the first time that I really got into it Paramore. It was at a, at a time that was very nostalgic because you know, pop punk is at its at its highest. But I think it's better. Than than some of the other stuff that has come out like New Found Glory, I, I love New Found Glory, I really do. I love stuff they put out now. I, I love even after in spite of all the the Steve Klein stuff, I love their covers. Yeah. Like New Found Glory's done a lot of good stuff, but they've done more mediocre stuff than good stuff. Whereas this album is is uh, I don't know, man. Seven I had seven bangers, four four okay songs. It's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of and no stinkers. No, that's silly. Uh, I, I would <laughs> give it. A, I would give it a two point five. I'd give it a two a solid two point five. I don't know if I could go higher than that, but I don't know if I feel comfortable going lower than that. I had this on the okay. vinyls. I listen to it through and through. I enjoy it. I have a good time with it. I think everybody is doing something fun. I think they're having a good time doing it. I think they're meshing together as friends, as bandmates, and I, I think this is just something special. This is something special that. That honestly, you can't compare it to anything else of this time because there was nothing else like this at this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides, like, remember Damone, The other that other band. Remember Demone? Oh yeah, Damone. Damone. Damone times. was
0: like they were like a, they weren't like this though. They were they were more like traditional punk music than than anything else. They were
1: definitely harder, but like you're not. It's just this was a time when you're just not going to make it if you're a band that has like a female lead.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, distiller's like dis- Distiller, distiller distiller's Brody, made it big. Yeah, distiller's made it big though. You in, literally in,
1: can like in the, before the year two thousand and five, you could probably like with on one hand name the biggest bands that have a female lead on it. Like that's that's the point.
0: No, okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. And that
1: like that's why that like that's what made the bomb pop so special. Is again like you're oh, getting into something. So good. You're listening to them because of this. But you keep listening because of that. And that's how I feel but, about this album.
0: Dude, comparing comparing the last Bomb Pops record, Death in Venice Beach, with this, I mean, that Bomb Pops record is, you know, <laughs> by far a superior record. Like, that is just... I but mean, that Bomb Pops point. record is the perfect. The point
1: is you're listening, you're getting into the Bomb Pops, and the, the reason why I got into the Bomb Pops is because John Gentile from you. Punk News No, that's not why at all It was because oh, yeah, John was. Gentile kept talking about the Bomb Pops Over and over and over And the reason why I did it is because he said They were a female fronted band I was like, okay, well that sounds interesting I will listen I got into it because of this But I kept listening because of that That being the phenomenal fucking music okay. That's I, Paramore. Yeah. Paramore People are listening because of this But, but continue listening because of that
0: Okay, and I mean, I—that's already yeah, a hurdle
1: that other bands just don't have to overcome, just straight up. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. In some aspects, you're right. The plethora of bo- of, of pop punk bands that I like from the '90s and 2000s that people have ne- boys' night out, uh, people that have just n- never heard of these bands because they, they had one album that's good or two songs, Carousel Kings, all these fucking bands that that made a decent living. Like even Phoenix TX, for God's sakes, like these bands just this. They're not like great. They just had like a couple songs that were great from an album that was iconic, but they made a living because they were in the scene. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. What too. can be said of like female fronted bands in that scene? How many shows have we been to where like we've seen female fronted bands play show after show year after year? It doesn't happen often, no. And that's what makes this album better than most. Not just because of this, but because of that. Because of the replayability, baby. Because the okay. choruses are catchy. Because the lyrics are All right. accessible. Because the musicianship is there. Listen for this, but you stay for that. I like that. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with that. <laughs> I had right. two good so, ones tonight. So what? I had two good ones tonight. The other one I had that was a good one too. That's saying. What is it saying?
0: Oh the, you, you said don't put wor- don't or I said or you said <laughs> don't put words on my mouth because they taste bad. I don't like the taste. T- That's what I oh, I don't like I because like the I don't, don't like the taste. Like the taste I
1: that. took it I mean. once tonight.
0: That was that was a really good one though. That was that was a solid one. I on one tonight. All right. <laughs> All right, so so Paramore and this record Riot. This is not not really my cup of tea. I do like I do like my my fair share of pop punk, but you know, kind of going back to everything I've already said, it, it's it's kind of run of the mill, kind of mediocre pop punk. I think Haley is the best part of this band. By far, like really by far. I think her. I think she has an amazing voice. I think what she's written outside of the band has been superior to the band outside of After Laughter because After Laughter is a solid fucking record. Riot's good. Don't get me wrong. Riot is good. But she was 17. And I understand like 17, you know, young people can write great music because we all love bands like... I don't know Blink and Green Day and all these fucking bands but what she's done later in life has been way better and I think this is like you said this is very of its time which is cool but it's still mediocre at best and really I'm not gonna we're not gonna prance through this whole thing again so we could (laughs) <laughs> we could, but I'm definitely not going to do that. Okay. Um, so would. with that, I'm going to rate this a 1.8 out of three
1: for me. Oh my god! Yeah, I oh. don't, I
0: don't, I don't care to ever go back to this. I really don't. I'm Ugh. not going to buy it on final. It's good for the for the the time period. It's it's significant in in the context of of music it truly and disgust me and and the influence it has on some some groups and artists. But honestly, I I still. I, even after our discussion and everything like that, I still think it's very derivative of of pop punk, emo and all that kind of stuff. Haley did so much better after this. I really think it was. I think Josh once again, Josh was the thing that held her back. I really think he was. i r I'm gonna stand by that and I I, I really don't care. I okay. really don't care.
1: I mean, there's a reason what sold millions of copies, but that's fine.
0: That's fine. So there's a lot of bullshit albums. You know, look at Thriller. Thriller's not a great album. But it's one of the, but it's the best-selling record of all time. So that's that's a bad that's a bad argument. Thriller's good. But, I like Thriller. But it's not that good. Thriller's
1: good. Thiller's
0: but solid. it's not it's not the it doesn't deserve. Well, it's been around it longer. Ah, uh, but you know what I mean. You know it's what why I it's mean. It's up there. Oh, that's a bad way to to you know. It's just been around longer. Okay. Yeah, yeah it has been around longer. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> all right so do we have anything else on on paramore or the or this record riot
1: that's it that's it that's all
0: all right well thank you all for listening go to apple Podcasts. go to spotify spotify especially give us five stars and five stars only and um you know what that's it that's all
3: Michael jackson
2: God, I gotta to say to you.
1: Male fronted pop punk music. And paramour. I know, but, but at least at least we're getting some diversity into their into our, our our scene. But it's only because it's a girl singer. Absolutely. It doesn't make for
0: good music.
1: I didn't say it was good music. When did aye, I say it was good music? Aye. When did I say that? Never said that. Putting words in mm-hmm. my mouth, I don't like the taste. <laughs> at least at least we're getting some diversity. So No, I'm being dead serious. Right as my so number st-
0: four. You are so right.
1: stupid. Why Our album of the week you... is my number four, yeah. How is that possible? I mean it's possible because it's number four. God, dude, if you pick fucking paramore their self-title, just because ooh, Lord Ruben fucking plays drums on it. I'm I have gonna
0: no fucking idea what he lose you my said. shit. I'm
3: gonna fucking lose it.
1: What did you just say? I don't even know what you said. Your 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 fucking mouth is spitting words that are so stupid, (laughs) so beyond dumb. (laughs) That I can't even fucking think straight. Are you fucking kidding me? The fourth? No, I'm not. This this is their second worst album. Riot. You're an idiot. That's stupid. That's dumb. That's you're being dumb right now. Yeah, no, you're being numb. <laughs> no, it's, it's a fact. The fact that you liked After Laughter more than this, but then, oh, when Neil Young fucking does New Wave, I hate it so much, but for some <laughs> reason, when fucking yeah. Paramore does it, it's actually good. Like, when you talk, shut the fuck up. What are you even talking about? That Neil Young tram And i And I'm afraid, I'm terrified, I am terrified, terrified that Paramore, Paramore's Paramore is your number one, because you're going to be like, oh my God, the drums are so good. Fucking, the is such a great drum. Like, dude, shut the fuck. What are you even talking about? I love Riot. That is my favorite album. I fucking love it to death. But Still Into You is their best song. Dgaf.
0: Yikes. 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 So Damn, if I had my, a
1: beer, that would be a perfect time to open the beer on like crack a beer open after I said that. That would have been good. Yeah, but you Fuck. blew it.
0: You a- blew it. It's cuz your favorite record is Riot of all time. So. Um
1: <laughs> my number 3 is Brand New Eyes. You are the fucking worst person on the face of this earth. Like, you're fucking <laughs> the worst. You are literally the worst person. Literally. On the grace earth. Literally. I can name 50 million other people that are better than you because you're the worst. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe. I cannot believe. I know it. I know Paramore's Paramore's your favorite because you're in a fucking gush over, the uh. oh, Lord's drumming, it's so fucking, dude, shut up. What are you,
0: just you're, what are you... You're putting words in my mouth, and I don't like the taste. Oh, that was good when I said that. Uh, that, really that On that, <laughs> that was really good. That was pretty good, really, right? That was solid. That was a really, really solid. That was some line. movie shit, huh?
1: <laughs>
0: I thought you got it from somewhere. I really. Thought I you know. I, I swear to God, God I just made that. Out.
1: That may be like the coolest thing i have ever said. No, 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 no answer. What, no. I, what do you want me to rebuttal? say? <laughs> I, I, I've, I've said it all, and I'm just going to be repeating myself at this point. I mean, since since what 2003, uh, I've said it since the beginning. I've met you. You you fucking you're you're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> That's it. You're dumb. You are dumb. You Play, are uh, dumb. Tid. T I D. Tyler is dumb. Tid. It's just the four, baby. I mean, there's a lot more than just four, but I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I stand corrected. Oh, you can sit down. That's not a big deal. Uh, my my introduction <laughs> to Paramore <laughs> was 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 their first was their first album. I mean does
0: that song sit with you anywhere?
1: Yeah, it does. I mean it sits with me somewhere. It's a fucking okay song. It's an okay, okay. Do yeah. you have any stinkers though? No, that's stupid. No, okay, you're dumb. Well, I
0: hate you. I do, and that is a Die. stinker. So let's jump into <laughs> what was the other one you hated? Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 oh, that was so subtle. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hallelujah. That's hallelujah. Stinker for me. Garth is such a dumb name too. Garth is sixty Garth. years old. Is that a real name, Garth? Garth? Uh, no, he was. Oh, dude. He was born Troyal Garth Brooks. So his first name is spelled T R O Y A L. Troyal. Troyal.
1: Yeah. What the hell is a Troyal?
0: Troyal Garth Brooks. That's even yeah. worse
1: than Garth. <laughs> I know. That's
2: why you
0: went with. I've never heard that name before.
1: Yeah, Troyal. I never. <laughs> Troyal. I'm I'm now and forever going to call him Troyal Brooks. <laughs> Troyal Brooks. Troyal Brooks. How how old did you say you were? Was, how, how was sixty he? years old. Sixty. That's years it. Old. Yeah. Right. He barely I turned sixty.